Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Thelman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, if there's one thing that we bring up over and over and over again with our community regarding botanical style aquariums, it's the need to go slowly. Like so many things we do in the aquarium world, it's so important to make cautious measured moves. Now, pretty much every week we receive a few emails from customers and members of our community asking about how much and how quickly they should add botanical materials to their aquariums. It's a great question. I'm also frequently approached by hobbyists who, in their zeal to get a cool blackwater botanical style tank up and running, are always looking for some shortcut that'll help them get a more finished look and get that tint going more quickly. This always makes me cringe just a bit because I hate fucking shortcuts, as you know. I think it's a direct byproduct of our 24-7, 365, social media-fueled society uh, aspect of sharing all the cool stuff we're doing all the time. We just want to share the finished products, and that's really important. I get it. We're kind of visual. And then we see these you know, beautiful images of natural habitats, and we want so badly to replicate them in our own tanks, like now. Yet, to achieve a stable, long-lasting display in the aquarium, you need to give the botanical materials time to break down, to soften and decompose. You can't rush this. All botanical items do this at a pace that's unique to them and to their composition and structure. And sure, we can hasten the process a bit by boiling, but the real magic is done by nature over time. With zero exceptions, you should never simply drop any of our botanicals right into your aquarium without any sort of preparation process. Yeah. Preparation in our parlance means cleaning with a light rinse, followed by either boiling them in fresh water, followed by a prolonged soak in clean fresh water, or just a prolonged soak, period. The reasons for soaking and boiling are many, far beyond the simple fact that boiling breaks down the structures of the mini botanicals to the point where they can absorb water and sink more easily. You know, we know that we're talking about pollutants, surface active materials, and so forth that accumulate along the chain of travel uh, that a botanical goes through from collection zone to uh, to your home and it's common sense and the other thing too common sense and patience are important key ingredients when adding these to especially to an established aquarium a large quantity of botanicals added to a stable established aquarium can potentially affect the general water chemistry of your tank in a rapid manner including the ph potentially driving it down quickly in some instances, profoundly affecting the fishes and even the plants, which may not cope well with rapid environmental changes. This is not something unique to botanicals. This is something unique to anything that we add to our aquariums. And and it doesn't require some great knowledge of water chemistry, although we should all have a fundamental understanding of aquarium water chemistry and the things that affect it. But the more important thing is to just be cautious and use common sense here. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, this is Aquatics 101. You simply don't want to do anything to your aquarium that results in rapid, significant environmental changes, and using botanicals is simply no exception. Oh, bonus extra step. Soaking your botanicals overnight in cool, fresh water after boiling is super advantageous. Why? Because, let's face it, the minute you add them to water, they start to break down. Great. 
Silkene helps leach out a little of the organic materials from the tissues of the botanicals, which are released during the boiling into an external holding vessel, not to your displayed aquarium. And this is a, never a bad thing. Again, it's always important to go slow and measured. Yes, can you skip these steps? Plenty of people do. I'm not a big fan of it, and I'll never recommend that. And it's not just because I sell stuff and don't want to get people pissed off at me, although that's a good part of it. The, the, the reason is because it works for me. It's always worked for me. Is there a quicker way? Sure. Is this how you know bad habits get started in the aquarium world? Perhaps. Is it how good habits get started? It is. So, you know, many hobbyists and self-appointed experts will call this extra step unnecessary. Well, good for them. However, for the most conservative approach, we can't recommend it enough. Look, I've been working with botanical materials in my aquariums for almost three decades, long before I ever thought of starting a company that sells this stuff. And I've never had an issue by embracing this process. Waiting the extra period of time before placing them in your tank is well worth it, in my opinion. Materials like leaves will break down over the course of, I don't know, three to four weeks or so, whereas many of the more durable botanicals like seed pods, etc., will break down over many months. Some of the harder pods, like Straculia and monkey pods, have lasted for several years for me. Depending on your water chemistry, temperature, and the degree to which your fish is in inverts, I'm referring to guys like plecos and ornamental shrimp, graze or rasp on the botanicals, um, you know, they can last longer or shorter. It will directly impact how long they last because they're actually attacking the structure of the uh, seed pod. Anyway, the point here is, once again, go slowly. Establish a regular pace, adding materials gradually, assessing along the way the impact of your additions. Sure, you might see the water tint up after the 24 hours or not. This is only one indicator that things are happening. And you should really evaluate and assess on, say, a weekly basis to see how your system is doing. Check basic water parameters and note deviations of changes. Trend spotting in this instance is potentially life-saving. And remember, the color of the water does not indicate water quality. It does not indicate the pH. There's just not a correlation there. But for some reason, that's been perpetuated over the years that, you know, dark water must be perilously low pH and dirty and da 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 da. Not always true. You really need to look at a test kit, get a good, if you really want to invest and be a baller, like I think you should be, get yourself some digital test equipment. Um, you know, pH pens, um, TDS meters, those kind of things. They're real accurate. You don't have to worry about liquid reagents. The only thing you need to do is calibrate them and keep them clean. They're a little more expensive, but in the long run, such a better investment for most hobbyists, I think. So it'll, it'll up your game for sure. And don't lock yourself into some timetable for achieving a certain look or environmental conditions. I mean, I get it. You might be gunning for a contest deadline or a club event or whatever, but as we've said so many times before, nature doesn't give a shit about your damn timetable. Sorry, it's true. She dictates the pace. Rather than be frustrated that your tank is not at some arbitrary benchmark by a specific date, enjoy it for what it's you know, where it's at. Savor the changes, the aesthetics, the function. Enjoy the process. If you look at an aquarium as you would a garden, an organic, living, evolving, growing entity, then the need to see the thing finished becomes much less important. Suddenly, much like a road trip, the destination becomes less important than the journey. It's about the experiences gleaned along the way. Enjoyment of the developments, of the process. In the Botanical Style Aquarium, it's truly about a dynamic and ever-changing system. Every stage holds fascination. Every stage. Now, you're not only making rapid changes to the aquatic environment when you put botanicals into a system, you're releasing significant quantities of organic materials into a stable environment that may not have the biological capacity to handle it. 
in theory, setting up the possibility for actually polluting your tank as the beneficial bacterial race to multiply fast enough to assimilate the influx of all the organics caused by a big load of botanicals. This is one of the big reasons why we developed culture, our purple non-sulfur bacteria additive. Having a developing microbiome helps your aquarium to handle the increase in organics more efficiently. It doesn't solve all the problems, it's not going to create instant perfect environmental parameters, but it will give you a developing uh, community of bacteria capable of assimilating some of the nutrients that are occurring in your system or accumulating in your system. Again, common sense is the key. At every level of involvement with the botanical style aquarium hobby, botanicals are dynamic because they're releasing substances into the water as well as providing forage for micro and macro fauna, all of which contribute to the bio load of your system. These materials are not tank decorations and you should never view them as such. Uh, it's one of the things that I always, uh, I'm starting to get a little less generous with my donations to some clubs because oftentimes what'll happen is I'll donate a pack of stuff to a very general aquarium club or a Facebook forum or something. And you know, people will win in an Enigma pack or whatever. And, and I cringe because what happens is most, most of the time so far, the person that wins the prize is somebody that has no idea what botanicals actually do, why they work the way they work. They don't understand that they'll accumulate biofilms. They don't read the five or 600 articles we have on this stuff or listen to the hundreds of blog of podcasts that we've done. So they're looking at it as a piece of tank decoration. It's a cool deco decoration. And then when it starts breaking down or making the water brown or whatever, suddenly it gets a little scary or they have the misnomer that, oh, it's gonna reduce the pH in my tank. It can, but only under certain circumstances that we covered many, many times here. The important thing is education and, and learning. And as every experienced hobbyist knows, things aren't gonna happen quickly. They're not gonna happen on your timetable. In fact, nothing good ever happens quickly in an aquarium, only the bad stuff. So we urge you yet again to go slowly, especially in an existing tank, letting your animals, plants, and microfauna make the adjustments to new and beneficial environment. Um, that's a really, really key point that going slowly, I cannot say it often enough. The two key ingredients, patience and common sense, will help any aquarist safely appreciate the joys of using botanicals in the aquarium. Nature sets the pace. We simply listen to her and we follow her lead. Stay disciplined, stay focused, stay observant, stay diligent, stay patient, stay chill, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Thelman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.